Bet, bet, bet. Alright, looks like Podbean people are going good. YouTube people are going good. We've already started pushing this to the website. Oh, damn, I already pulled out a nug. See? See? I'm forgetting shit already. I am forgetting shit already. Alright. So now that I got that warmed up, let's start tuning up the band. Alright, let's get my website popping. Alright. So we got YouTube good. We got the call in line through pot through the Podbean app. That's good. Got the website popping. Alrighty. There's only one thing really left to do at this point. The levels is good. The levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels is good. Okay, okay, okay. Big man, you want to hear some hot takes? Let's see how woke you are. You know something about podcasts? Hell, diga, man. Get me on one, man. I got these three drunk uncles with a sports podcast. They say they got fire takes, pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts at. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. Listen, like, and subscribe, yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man. Do the Podbean app. You'll need headphones with a mic to call in. That's no problem, man. They'll also be at Sharky's. 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. You may get some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. If anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a take faster than a rabbit gets fucked. There's only three things I have in this world. My word, my balls, and this podcast. And I don't break them for nobody. My team sports. Damn, that's loud. Season seven. All right, let's go ahead and raise that curtain up. So that the people in the caviar... And the fancy cars, and we're in the air, uh, and you know who you are, girl. Evening, and welcome back to another edition of the Marty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the big homie, aka Talent Omar Taylor, aka the Brooklyn Buzzsaw, aka the Motor Mouth of the South. Yo, it is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. It is officially. What's today? What's today? It's officially April 4th. They said we was gonna have highs of 84, lows of 70. It's been partial, it's been it's been partially clouded. We've had scattered rains today. We got a big show for you today. As you guys know, this is volume seven. X Fuck that. This is volume seven. Edition 82. Excerpt 415. I think I, missed, I, I think I had changed that up. Actually, this is track 415 of the Mighty Sports Podcast. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm re-watching WrestleMania over here, and I'm a little distracted. But, folks, that's the reason why. Folks, we got a big show for you today. Obviously, we're going to talk about WrestleMania. We got the NCAA tournament that we're going to get into, right? Ah, 
Yeah, we're going to talk about who possibly survived. We're going to talk about AD or we're going to hit up that a little bit later. Apparently, a garbage can gets a steak. Or we like, or we like to call them here, the trash can gets a steak. We're going to go, we're going to get into our tea of the week. And you know that segment that everybody's loving. We got some blue chew that we're going to give away. We got the wackos that are out of pocket. They're completely out of line. They ain't back at it again. Right? We're going to talk about this playoff picture that's, that's lining up, right? We got Hero calling his shot. We got the Grom not being a pitcher. We have all that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. But you know what we guys, you know what we say here. Regardless of the time. Oh, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. I don't think he's ready. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It is always a good time to talk some sports. Cheers, motherfucker. So let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Man, let's get right into it, man. We got a big day. I know you guys have missed me, right? We had the whole entire weekend popping up that, that whole entire weekend that we haven't spoke. We spoke this past Friday, didn't we? I know things have been a little bit sketchy over the last couple of weeks, right? Now I know things have been sketchy the last couple of weeks, so we may not like I can't I can't all remember. I know it's been a couple of it's been a couple of Fridays that we haven't been together. But we was definitely together last Friday. But since the last time we used to give, a lot of shit happened, folks. A lot of shit has happened. And you know what? I I shouldn't even say that. A lot of shit ain't happened, but. But, but, but some heavy shit happened, right? Like, it wasn't a lot, but it was weighty. Mm. Hope you guys got your, got your drink on. Hope you guys got yourself a little something to, to smoke on. Hope you guys are ready to start this podcast. Because the show going to be lit today. The show going to be real lit today. Hopefully, I got my brethren's calling in. Hopefully, we can talk some wrestling. But this way, I'm going to talk some wrestling. I'm going to talk some WrestleMania. You guys let me know. Right, we will see if we, if we, if we have some people calling in to go in and join this WrestleMania tour that we're gonna be talking about in just about the next hour or so. I told them nine oh seven, but you know we're supposed to start at eight oh seven. We started at eight forty seven because you know that the the issue's real, right? The 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 issue's real when it comes to this podcast. I say eight oh seven, but I'm heavy on that ish, and you guys you guys gotta know that when it comes to when it comes to that ish, you just gotta kind of stay on high alert. Like this, this is what happens when, when like you have, when you have, when you try and do a live show. I'm here for the pettiness of black and native TikTok. <laughs> it's everything the ancestors have dreamt about. Hmm. I'm reading one of my cousin's posts, and answer a question. That I was hit up with earlier. I just went to sleep. I just completely went to sleep. But let's go ahead and get the birthday shout outs out the way. Right, we don't have a lot, we don't have a, a long list of birthday shout outs. Let's get the birthday shout outs out the way. Right, right after that, we're gonna go into the tea of the weekend and then we'll start talking some NCAA. Folks, the phone lines are, are, are already open. You guys can start calling up and start reserving your spot and we can get into and we're gonna get right into the show. Folks, hey yo, DJ Mighty, you know what I want here. Play that birthday song for me. I need my joint. Yeah, I said that. All right, so this is your first time here, and you don't know how this birthday song goes. 
you and this and then it's not a hard song for you to understand. Just go ahead and bear with us and, and we'll be able to get that song right over to you. All you gotta do is listen once, right? If you have not heard or if you have heard this song before, you guys know it's, it's real simple, right? It's a real simple <coughs> oh <shit. coughs> oh fuck. Damn. I almost died. Oh shit. Look at this beautiful son of a motherfucker popping up all over my goddamn timeline. Man, if we didn't just break up, I'll, I'll be fucking a shit right now on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding this fuck. That's all I gotta say. That's all I, that's all I gotta Oh, wait, let me, not go, let me not go there. That's how you get distracted. Like, that's how you get distracted, right? So let's go ahead and get into it, right? Like I said, it's the birthdays. It's the birthday shout out segment of the of the podcast. If you haven't been here before, it's real easy. To, it's real easy to catch on to. If you've been here before, ayo, hey, sing along to help the people in the back. We're gonna do this twice, and then we're gonna get right into it, right? Right? Because yeah, it's your birthday. You said yeah. God damn. Check it. Check it. Yeah. Check it, check it, yeah, because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it, yeah. Hope you guys got that. Hope you guys got that. That was just the trial run. So next time we going live, it's live action, right? No more, no, no more test shots, right? No more practice shots. Let's go ahead, live action. It's time to qualify. It's time to qualify. You guys ready? Because yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it, yeah. Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it, yeah. All right, let's go with the first birthday that we'd like to give out, right? I have no birthdays for April 3rd. I have no birthdays for yesterday. I think I have a birthday. Maybe for Pamela Blevins, right? But I'm not quite sure, right? But I have no birthdays for yesterday. I, I'm not quite sure. I thought we did a Pamela. I thought we did Pamela on the last podcast. Did, we, did she sneak in there? Did she sneak in there? So maybe happy birthday to Pamela Blevins. But more importantly, more importantly, today I would like to say happy birthday to a good friend of mine, right? He was, he was really good friends. He was really good friends, right? Uh, until I got into then you know you have, you have to you have to tailor back some of your female acquaintances, right? So so this is one of them that I unfortunately have to tailor back just a little bit, right? But I want to say happy birthday to 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 to, to Ashley. Now it says Virginia on the Facebook, but I know that's not your that I know that's not your real name. I ain't gonna put your real name on there because you ain't want to put your real name on there. Right, but I want to say happy birthday to Ashley Virginia, aka Blue, is what I call her. Right, but also I'm gonna give a little, I'm gonna give another little special shout out to Ashley as well, because if you guys ever need a Lexus, you go out to JM Lexus, you tell her the Mighty Sports sends you, and she'll go ahead and take care of you real good and proper life. Right, so let's go ahead and get these people out the way. Right, so to Pamela and to Ashley, we wish you happy birthday. We hope you party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. Hope you regret nothing. But more importantly, hope you get your weekend at Birdies on and continue to stay. My now, how it gets down. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, right. hey, yo, DJ Mighty. See, I need to take an allergy pill. Yo, my allergies are killing me right now. I, I can feel it in the air. Yo, DJ Mighty, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Like my boy Chill Will likes to say. Hey, yo, DJ Mighty, go ahead, and cut me. Alrighty. Sorry. Like I said, I'm a little I'm a little nasally. A little nasally. 
But let's go ahead and start the show, right? Let, let, let's get into let's get into one of the favorite let's get into one of the favorite topics, right? One of the favorite segments that have been that have been that have been sweeping the nation, right? Let's get into one of the topics that 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 you guys can, that you guys have been waiting for. Like you guys basically wait a whole entire week just for this one segment and I, and I got you I I understand like I mean like I I fully 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 understand why why this particular why this particular segment is so important to everybody right and and, and it's one of those easy segments too it's the tea of the weekend right it's the tea of the weekend. It's the tea of the weekend. Oh, you gonna sip on the tea of the weekend? Oh, you see me on the tea of the weekend? I'm writing all the shit down for the tea of the weekend. Getting all my notes for the tea of the weekend. It's the tea of the weekend. It's the tea of the weekend. I just made that shit up. It's the tea of the weekend. Yeah. I gotta make sure I copy that down somewhere. Actually, I gotta, I gotta take that back. See, I, sometimes I get so used to saying that, right? We got some good tea, right? We don't got a lot of tea. We got some good tea. That's what it is. We don't have a lot of tea. We got we got we got some good tea. We 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 got we got that good old fashioned country tea for you. That kind of tea that make that 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 that, that make you put your head down and arch your back kind of shit. You understand? Like that 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 good that good good tea. That that really 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 good tea. So let's go ahead. And let's go ahead. Let's do what we're supposed to do, right? And let's go ahead and give these people, right, the hottest segment that has been popping off across all podcasts everywhere and across the nation. And that is the tea of the weekend. Hey, yo, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Go ahead and drop a bomb for them. Oh, yeah. Feeling my dirty dancing shit. Well, I don't even know what the fuck that was called. You know what I'm talking about. All right, let's go ahead and get that, get right into it, right? So, this is our tea of the weekend. So, first things first, first, let's first, let's first, first. Let's get right into it, because apparently, 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 a trash can managed to get himself a steak. You thought Trey Young was still good, right? As the Atlanta Hawks, they have managed to beat everybody. I mean, everybody. Everybody that matters. They beat Brooklyn. I think they beat Milwaukee. They beat they beat Philly. They beat some key some key matchups that you was hoping that they was gonna lose. Especially as a Knicks fan, you was hoping they were gonna lose. But even with the even with their win against the Cavs recently, they won that game, and that was the game that officially knocked the Knicks out of the playoffs. So once again, somehow for a second straight year. A garbage can gets a steak. But you know what they say, even a broken clock is right twice a day. And you thought Trey Young was still good? Right? 
And a lot. This is an allergy pill. Not only am I about to be all Gucci, but I'm about to be fucked up by the end of this podcast. Like, she's about to get real serious, right? Also, we have the Lakers, right? The Lakers are on a six-game losing streak. Yes, folks, you heard me right. Six-game losing streak. I'm going to take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. I have a huge basketball IQ. And I want my damn respect for it. I ain't gonna lie. There's a small part of me that wants to start this whole entire thing over. I, I, I really do. I really do. Let, let's try that again. Let's get back into the biggest segment of it. Let's get into, back into the biggest segment that, that's, that's taken over every single podcast airways. You hear everybody trying to copy it all, all across the world on regular radio. That's because they have a they, they have a scouting and research department and that goes ahead and, and listens to the podcast. So let's go ahead and start that back over. Because yes, folks, a broken clock is right twice a day and apparently a trash can got a stake. You thought Trey Young was still good? The Lakers, they go on a six game, not winning streak, folks, but a losing streak. I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. And I have a huge basketball IQ. And I want my damn respect too. To get respect, you gotta you got to get respect, you gotta earn respect. Right? So apparently, but let's move on past that. The new the the, the Brooklyn Nets, my, my 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 home borough, they're number 10 in the East. They are one game, right? Oh, let's just say one game. They are one spot ahead of the New York Knicks. Will you regret not coming to the Knicks? Will you regret not coming to the Knicks? I mean, that's just what happens, right? The NCAA final four. Coach K strikes out. Damn. I'm sorry. Say that again. Damn. I'm sorry. Dawn Stanley. Dawn Staley. We need to give her her roses. She's a queen. She's a goat. More importantly, she is a Champion, Coach Daly, folks, she's a champion, and not only should we give her roses and give her all the respect in the world, but also, but also, I should have loaded her goddamn sounder properly. <laughs> what do we see? This is this is the stuff. That's that's that shit I don't like. We gonna come back to you, Coach. We gonna come right. Back to you, Coach, because I skipped two people. I ain't gonna lie, I skipped two people. I really did. I have a reminder for Talon, folks. That is, that is for that is for an old update that we used to give, right? So we'll we'll go ahead and get back into this into this a little bit later, right? Folks, Coach Daly, let's try this again. Coach Daly, she's a champ. She's a coach. She's a queen. We need to give her roses. She's definitely one of the goats of the game, and she's a champion. And more importantly, just talk to me nice, baby. National champs. Just talk to her nice, because she is a national champion. Also, I don't know if you heard, we was at WrestleMania. We was at WrestleMania. Cowboys. Lambacker, Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons, however you want to part his name. Uh, he told Vince, you, you, you heard that shit? shit? 
Mika. Pull up, go with my G the week. Grown ass man. Call a grown ass man, Mika. No, we not every time you do this shit. Sometimes I let it go, but sometimes I had to stop and say, no, nigga, no. You call this grown-ass man Mika. Mika. Like Shamika. Like Shamika. Now that you say it like that. It does sound. Like somebody niece. They call somebody niece name. So even if you was reading this, you said that to yourself, you're like, nah, that probably ain't. You got to think, like, nah, that probably ain't right. Mika and them, Mika and them, they live across the street. He, he, Mika and them don't play football. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we don't know. <laughs> like, um, Mika may end up joining the LFL and being the most dominant. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 right. Oh, here we go. Here we go, pandering. You right. You right. Golly, 42%. I forgot. Ladies, 42% in that field. Oh, in the podcast. Yeah, I got you right. I'm sorry, man. I'm just a chauvinist. It's me, Jill Will. What up, big dog? What up, big dog? I went went left field. (laughs) But we ain't done with the T of the weekend. Micah Parsons, linebacker for the Cowboys. He tells Vince McMahon, I'll sign right now if you can beat my current contract. Tell him again. Oh, he said that? It, folks, we, we saw at WrestleMania, the Cody Rhodes, the, 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 the prodigal son of Dusty Rhodes, right? The guy that was supposed to take over the reins. The guy that went to AEW and started that, that thing that everybody in the world is, loves. He has returned back to WWE. <laughs> And not only that, folks, have you guys realized that it has been officially, right, one whole week, or a little past a week, but it's been officially a week since we had our whole Chris Rock, Will Smith, and Jada Pinkett smack scenario. You guys realize that, right? Eat my wife's name out your fucking mouth! I was just letting them know that it happened a week ago. I mean, damn, Will, how sensitive can you be? Eat my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Okay, I guess we're just going to have to move on because Will is apparently still sensitive about that. But he just opened up a Pandora's box. I've been seeing the roast of of of, of, of Will Smith everywhere. That is funny as shit, folks. But uh, you know what's also not funny? The Florida Panthers have a... Has a obvious, oh. We got a little ahead of ourselves. The Florida Panthers have officially clinched the, clinched the playoffs, folks. Now you've asked me to play that music. Folks, Destiny Henderson, hubba, hubba. I don't have any analysis on anything else, Destiny Henderson. I'm just saying, hubba, hubba, chubba, chubba. The Kings, they officially miss the playoffs for the 16th straight year. They're streaking. They're streaking. 
there's, there's more coming. Everybody's doing it. But they may be by themselves on that one. And folks, last but not least on the tea of the weekend, let's not forget to free Britney Griner. Amen! And that, folks, is your tea of the weekend. Bong. Alrighty, folks. Now that we're done with the tier of the week, let, let, let's 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 get into some real shit, right? We we I, I see we got the callers lining up, right? I got uh, excuse me, I got Chill Will here, I got Ronnie up in the building. You know we you know we got some basketball, we got wrestling, we got the right, I got one of the right people to talk some wrestling with. Um, for, we just had WrestleMania, but 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 let's get into the NCAA tournament first, right? Because that's that's the big thing, right? That was a hot topic, that was the hot ticket of the weekend. If, if, and I really do mean the hot ticket of the week. Like, if you wanted to go go and, and watch that NCAA tournament live in person, you just got to come up with a couple of bands. And, and we ain't talking about honeys, right? Like, 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 we're talking about like a couple of thunderstorms. You just got to come up with a couple of bands to come see this game. And this game was actually worth the price of admission. This really was Camden Part Two. Like, whatever they whatever they had a couple weeks ago. When Coach K was having his last game, it's Camden, right? I don't remember these places' names. I don't fucking remember shit. Right? It was supposed to be his last game, right? His last regular season game that there. You know, this was, you was, was the house ear, that came. I what? I'm breaking your ear. You burped in my ear, bro. That was pretty. That was pretty disgusting. That was pretty. How you burped in my ear like that? You got me good. My mouth was open. That's some nasty shit. Oh, that was way earlier in the podcast. I, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go, though. I couldn't let it go. <laughs> I didn't realize you got you were there that early, but that's what's up. So, uh, that was, it was basically part two of their matchup a couple of weeks ago. And like the first villain, kind of like how they're doing WrestleMania on two nights, we got a second night, a second night of North Carolina versus Duke, and it lived up to it. We had... We had a close game. It was competitive back and forth. Like they had drama at the end. We're talking missed free throws, big time shots, all of it, all of it. All right. What they had like like they had about what sixteen lead changes in this game, something ridiculous like that. Great back and forth action. You saw you saw a couple of the future stars that that are probably going to be drafted in a couple in a couple of months. You saw them you saw them um come up big. You saw a couple of them come up small as well. You see some of them not being able to be stopped. Uh, you, you, we really got to see a little bit about the future of basketball here. A little bit. Just, just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. But we got a, but we got a great game, and we got a game that respectfully, right? And 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 I want to say I'm glad in a way that it lived up to the hype, because ain't nothing worse than than, than a boring ass matchup that has been hyper built up to just kind of fall flat like a lot of mayweather fights depending on how you look at it right man that's college the basketball though you're right right you're right but that's how college I basketball though, about bro. These. damn sorry you know you know like when you share shit to instagram right and after you mm. share shit to instagram it pops up some random shit on your feed like oh whatever's on your feed it pops up some shit well it popped up some shit on my feed that made me say Damn, I don't know who this Miss Trigger who is, but God damn, Miss Trigger, is that a gamer? You, um, you, um, 
you right about that, right about Mayweather that shit. Mayweather. But I think college basketball is different. It's always gonna be different. It, and that it, it was, this is prime for great, like a great game. I mean, Final Four is always gonna be competitive. Period. I've never really seen the Final Four that wasn't, you know, for the most part competitive. So college basketball is normally like that when you get to that point. You, you you're right, like because like, but sometimes we have, like Villanova. That really wasn't, like that game wasn't hyped up, obviously. Villanova? But that also game wasn't a super competitive game, right? Like that game really got that game got got away. What was it early in the second half, if I'm not mistaken? So I'm just glad like something like that didn't happen, where all of a yeah, sudden you I get to the fourth quarter. Or you get down to the final minutes of the fourth quarter, and you're like, ah, this game is done. This game is a wrap. Like, you lose injured. Like, this game, this Duke game, this North Carolina and Duke game, you really got to see, like, you like you, you were forced you were forced to pay attention all the way to the final buzzer, basically. I feel like and, it was and, and an that, era, too. And you're that right. really you're helps right. with, with, right. with, right. yeah, with the selling of it. So, so that's like what I mean. Like, because, era. Era. And that, too. Like, so, I, I remember, there were so many things about this game. Like, it wasn't just... It just was. It wasn't just the regular matchup of Duke and North Carolina, which has its own historic rivalry tied into it alone, right? It has its own historic fabric. But now you're talking about it's been the last game of for Coach K for like the last four or five games, and now you come back to play the team that just beat you last. That stopped your last little storybook chapter. You know, like you know, you have to use that to have a nice little storybook. Chapter. And that captain in, in, in your little fairy tale, well, they fucked up that chapter. Now they was here to fuck up the ending. And North Carolina came well. And North Carolina stand up. Like a motherfucker. This shit is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it had all the fixes. Like, there was one of those. That's what I mean. Like, it had all the fixes. Like, it really did. Like, there, was, there wasn't, there was no room for a disappointment in this game unless your team just didn't win. And that's that's an amazing feeling as a sports fan to watch something that compels you from beginning to end. Because we don't always get that. We don't always get that, especially for the overhyped, for the overhyped events. We don't we're not always promised a compelling matchup from 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 buzzer to buzzer. This time we got it. And I'm gonna tell you, as great as that was, right? We talk about we talk about the, the the end of Coach K's era. Coach K has been coaching Duke since basically I've been alive, damn near. Like it had all of those elements, and I'm still gonna, I'm still going to reveal something very shocking to you, a little bit later in the podcast, right? So, I ain't gonna lie, like I still feel that. For North Carolina, you still got to win it all. In a weird way, I still feel like they have to win it all. Like I, I understand beating Coach K and for a lot of those, for a lot of their fans and, and for some individuals, like, hey, we ended Coach K's career. We did, we, I, we did, we we did something that was that's never been done before. But let's follow through with the process. Let's get Uper Davis his first championship. Let's get that. Let's get that North Carolina. A North Carolina legacy with no hiccups. Like you change coach and bam, 
first year first year head coach because Duke has been uh, North Carolina has been so good and so well read that they get a national championship even after they've switched head coaches. They did this in a year where they had to go up against their biggest named rival. You know what I mean? In his final year, where him and all of his players are motivated to um for greatness. And you guys, you come and you win your first year. Put the cherry on put the cherry on 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 the on the on 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 the Sunday. But more importantly, part of the reason why I really want to see them do this is because when they hang up their banner, I want their banner to read 2K22. Just for the pettiness of it. I want their banner to read 2K22. Now, I don't know what, and you know, most banners normally have 2019 a lot. No, 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 no. But this one, when you retire Coach K and you sent him packing, and you sent all of their students and all of their fan base home crying, wet in their beds. Yeah. Don't just put the knife in. Twist that motherfucker. And twist that motherfucker. And make sure you leave a nice open wound. For them to always remember. Not a little old scar. Yeah, I slashed you. Yeah. In and out clean. Nah, not that. Fuck that. Put that shit in and twist. And dig and fish like you can't find a goddamn like 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 when your doctor can't find your your, your veins like go in there start start start, start acting like you're, you're like like a, like a one year old that's trying to color in between, that's trying to color between the lines just go into that motherfucker and just and just twist that shit and just leave a nasty old scar right there on your banner two K twenty two so that every time they come there they know that year that year is the year that Coach K struck out. And he didn't just strike out. You struck him out. You put him to rest. Just like the Undertaker at WrestleMania, you retired his ass. Or like Triple H at WrestleMania, you retired his ass. You sent him to rest in peace. That was you. So comp complete the petty tour and go through with it. Just go completely through with it. Now, I don't know if they'll ever do some shit like that. I'm just saying that's what I would like to see. I'm not a fan of either one. Even though, even though during this run, I've been rooting for the Carolinas. Only because of my Carolina affiliation lately, right? Not lately. I don't I, I recently had Carolina affiliations, but you know what I mean? Like I got I got reacquainted with my Carolina affili affili affiliation or family, I should say. So like I was rooting for them because to be honest with you, I may Somebody that I know may be co may have coached one of these people in high school. That's all I'm saying. So I've been going for the Carolinas lately. And North Carolina. Oh shit. Speaking of, this game about to start right now. Right? North Carolina took care of their business and they beat Duke and set them packing. Now other Carolina team also took care of business. So let's definitely make sure that we give one of our big, uh, one of our biggest mighty sports accommodations, right? And give them a. For real, for real, to Coach Staley winning her first championship. It was funny because they they, were, they they came to it. It was like, yo, you know, Coach. Gino, like he's eleven and zero, and 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 championships. He's undefeated. 
And she was like, well, we're one and oh, so we're undefeated too. <laughs> and it is it was a beautiful thing to see, right? Because like, like shout out to these women, shout out to, to these amazing women, right? In coaching. Now, like, like I I know this has nothing to do with damn it, I wrote her name down somewhere. You know what? And I probably didn't write her name down because it has nothing to do with her. Right? But I was going to bring up the, I think she's the Texas head coach. I'm forgetting her name for some reason. Right? But, like, I like to, like, listen, I'm a fan of Texas head coach just because of Texas just because of her. Like, shit, let her team make make another run. Listen, that'll be my number two team. (laughs) Right? But but Coach Dale is is definitely to be respected. She got her team winning. She came up with she came up with a masterful plan to really force Paige Buckets or Paige Buckers, Beckers, whatever the fuck you want to pronounce her name. Right? To, for, to force Paige Beckers to be the primary option for her team. But also, actually should have been a primary option, but to force the to force the primary option on their team. So they they really they really blitz her. They forced the ball out of her hand, and they forced other players to to, to try to come up and, and take this and take. This. Okay, Google, what channel is the national championship game on? The Kansas versus North Carolina game is airing now on ESPN and NCAA March Madness Live. That's what I thought. So why am I not seeing this shit on my Hulu? Is Hulu not giving it this time? Because Hulu was giving the the women's tournament game. Are you telling me that Hulu is not doing the men's? What kind of fuck shit is this? Let's uh, me see him. I need to talk to a manager. <laughs> All right, I, I am devastated. This is some straight grade A bullshit. But let's go to our regular ESPN. I guess we have to do this the old fashioned way then. So. Again, Don Don Staley. Like she came up, she came up with an excellent game plan to to force Paige but um because if she wasn't struggling and she and she was forced to find other teammates to try to to try and to try and do what she normally does because we know that if, if Paige if Paige gets hot then then then, 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 then we talking about some hot sheets going on over here, All right? And then that ball starts to fly and then it's a wrap. But they 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 really found the way to make her struggle. Also, Destiny Henderson. Hey boo, hey! Not gonna lie, I picked a really good time to fall in love with fall in love with Carolina, because I saw her immediately, and I was like, hubba hubba, double chubba. <laughs> and also, it didn't make it, it. It didn't help that I was that I, that I was going to bed horny as fuck last night, right? <clears throat> you know, because me and my girl kind of broke up, but like, it didn't it didn't help that that, that I, I was going to bed horny as fuck last night, and then and then and then I saw Paige, not Paige, I saw Destiny, and I was like, shit. Like you may be in my destiny if you keep this up, <laughs> but also Destiny Henderson, shout out to her and, and the way that she balled out. But more than anything, she she also took on the challenge of of, of guarding Paige Buck, Beckers, right? So Paige Beckers ended up going six for thirteen. All the round, she missed eleven shots. I mean, she missed she missed seven shots. Four of the shots that she missed. Was when she was guarded by Destiny Henderson. She went one for five when guarded by when guarded by um, Destiny. As Destiny would go off on the other end, twenty six points, nine for twenty shooting, five for six for the free throw line. 
completely would go off, and she would end up being the MOP, right? The most outstanding player for the um um for her team, and and coming away with and coming away with with that with that individual trophy as well as well with coming away with the team championship as well. Listen, there's only one thing that we really need to do, right? When we talk about South Carolina, right, and these ladies from here on out, because we remember, right? Listen. Uh, like we just have to remember one thing. Just talk to me nice, baby. National champs. Just talk to them nice. They're national. They're national champs, and don't ever think that that these women are soft. Because I said I'm, I'm hoping that they can get that they can that they can double this back. And you know what's so funny? Because these ladies, they, they've been going, they've been, they've been making it to. It's like the final four, the, I think they made it to the final four last year. You saw, you saw the the emotional. You saw. You saw the emotions down um, that 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 outpoured from them last year when. When they got eliminated, and you see, and, and then you see them adjust, and you see them, and you see them take that, right? That that heartache, that 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 that. That that crushing defeat, and use it as motivation. And but also, you seen the coach, right? I, I'm coaching for propagate. Like I said, make the make make the adjustments um to uh, make the adjustments um to guard page. But not only adjustments to guard page, adjustments all throughout the tournament. Uh, um, the, the way that the way that she has approached her, um, her team, the way that she has constantly led her team um, um through this tournament. She is a hell of a coach. And. You guys also remember too that she was a hell of a WNBA player. She was she's also an Olympian as well. So anytime that you guys think about disrespecting her, just remember not only she, that she's a champion and I'm She is all that and, and every single bag of chip and every single bag of chip that you want to have. So again, shout out to shout out to South Carolina, shout out to Coach Daly, shout out to, to Destiny Henderson, and, and shout out to that whole entire team in winning their national championship. We're trying to get the we're trying to get the um the the um the men's national championship game on here in a second. So trust me, you guys know that that will be up here. But again, one last shout out to all of them. Now. With all that said and all that hype, right? After coming off of good, I think I got it. After coming off of what was a what was a great Friday night for the women, right? And then that momentum building into into what's supposed to be a dream marquee matchup, not just for the regulars but also for the. AT and T um, AT and T Stadium had seventy eight thousand four hundred and fifty three people watching WrestleMania second night. Right, not only did they have right, there's like you had the momentum and you had all and you had all of the the drama and all of the narratives and all the storylines, not just for your regulars, right, not not just for your your diehards, but also for your die easy, right, that like like for your fair weather fans, for your oh let me just pop in and see what the fuck is going on. Right, you had all of that hype for that game, and do you know what was the number 
one trending topic that night? Do you know who was leading in ratings that night? Folks, if you didn't say WWE WrestleMania, then And I'm going to tell you, I was one of those people that as this is on, I'm watching WrestleMania, but I am also watching that game. And granted, I, I, I got home late, right? I got home I got home late. I, was, I think I was working the Mexican. What's that? What was that? No, that was Sunday. Saturday. What was you doing Saturday? Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Birthday party for the godson. Right? Here we go. This game is off the way. Kansas 9, North Carolina 5. Let's go, North Carolina. Don't let me down, bitch. Give me the Ocho. Pause. The Ocho is what I give. They're in the eighth seed. That's the only reason why I even thought about I even said that. But I want to... Sorry. I am watching the incident from four weeks ago where WWE wrestler Big E broke his fucking neck after... After he came up short on the on the bad end of a overhead slam from somebody about as big as him, but just didn't pop the hips properly, right? So, so as we as we continue to talk WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania actually, yo, WrestleMania outdid outdid this Duke and North Carolina game, and. Not only, and not only was it in ratings, folks, but it was also what was trending on social media. And I know a lot of people wonder, like, oh, my God, who's watching wrestling over this game? Apparently a whole lot more people than you anticipate. And I, and I heard somebody, right? I heard somebody say, like, damn, there must be a lot of 12-year-old 12, um, 12 um, boys that, that, are, um, that, have, uh, that, are, that were watching wrestling that day. No, sir. There was a lot of 40-year-old men and some 65-year-old men and 55-year-old men and 25-year-old men. I'm just letting you know, and women and children. <laughs> and and this and this goes, I forgot Xavier Woods was king of the ring. This guy is reckless. He done injured both of New Day so far. But two individuals from New Day so far. This is going to be a physical matchup. Depending on how many weeks or how long they decide to have this storyline, it's going to be a physical matchup for them. Damn, it's going to suck. New Day going to end up yeah. All I'm going to think now is when's going to be Kofi's injury. But folks, we had WrestleMania 38. WrestleMania 38 came with a ton of great moments, right? A lot of people were not happy with the main event last night. The ending that is. Ah, uh, I, I did see something. I did see. I did see a, a slight mention about that. I, cause I haven't actually, to be honest, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that yet. I have not seen the Brock and and, and cause I'm, I'm in in and out. I've been I've been I've been falling asleep for half of this, so I haven't seen the Brock and the Brock and, and Roman Reigns right. But also, I don't know. If, I don't know if something happened in that match. Like the way that I was like the couple of threads that I read. It may have seemed like maybe there was an injury or, or something that may have 
or maybe something like that may have happened, like 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 physically to somebody that that maybe that's why the match may have ended the way that it. And who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Like I said, I'll, I'll find out a little bit later when I could, when I continue to watch. But WrestleMania had a ton of great moments, folks. WrestleMania, like I said, for for people that are wondering how did WrestleMania end up end up beating an, an NCAA tournament, also because WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling. But let's get that out of the way right now. WrestleMania is the NCAA championship of wrestling. It's 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 the it's 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 the World Series of of you understand. It is, it ain't the Nash, it, it ain't, it ain't the divisional round, right? It, it, it isn't the wild card round, right? It's not the equivalent to that. It is the championship, the championship round of wrestling. It is, we're talking WrestleMania here. It is the biggest event wrestling has. You understand back in the day when wrestling at one point in time only had three or four events, this was it. This was its biggest one. Now there's some things I don't agree with WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania, in some weird way to me, has become a participation award, right? Where it feels like everybody, where it feels like everybody gets a chance to participate in WrestleMania in some way, shape, or form, right? If you're not one of the regular matches, then they find a way to put you in on a battle royal, which I get, I get. Right, and then and then, like I said, yeah, as you see in the comments, the two night thing is bullshit. Like, I, 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 and even before then, and even before then, they were trying to squeeze in a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of individuals. That's the reason why we constantly had these little battle wars and stuff like that, just to get everybody some kind of respectful airtime during the during WrestleMania. But I, I disagree with that. I believe WrestleMania should go to the individuals that have been the best and have carried your and had and has had the biggest pops, the biggest rating, the biggest sales. Right, the bit, the, the best storylines. Your your most popular stars should be there at WrestleMania. If every once in a while you want to try to give somebody a pop or give somebody a little push, I could possibly get that. But if you're doing that, then it needs to be pop on pop. Like I'll rather see, like the i I'll rather see like instead of having everybody in, I'll rather see like the NXT champion in here or the two hundred five live champion in there or the UK champion make a, make an appearance. Like if, if you're gonna try to give somebody exposure, give exposure to your other champions that are that are carrying your other platforms and it's and it's and it's two night thing that got i guess night thing has got to go but i understand it because it keeps people engaged for two nights for two straight nights wwe was was, was and it's probably gonna and it's gonna be for three straight nights after wrestling um because it's gonna be monday night raw as well for three straight nights wrestling is gonna be the number one trending topic in them um, on twitter for three Straight nights, and you're right. Some of the belts weren't on the line. Like who? Wait, who wasn't on the line last night? Intercontinental and the United States champion. Yeah, because Ricochet. I didn't see any Ricochet that I could remember, which is crazy because Damian Priest can make him can make an appearance, but but the guy that beat him can't. That's funny, <laughs> right? <laughs> and David Priest was, was was the United States champion, all right. And Intercontinental is who the hell's Intercontinental champion? Let me see. That it was Shinsuke, and then Shinsuke just lost it to 
Sammy, no, Sam, no, that's something different. That was Sammy Zayn, and then, yeah, no, I'm tripping. Wait, no, it's Finn Balor and Ricochet. That's who the fuck ain't here. And to be honest with you, they could have had a hell of a match together. I would have liked to seen them have a like, like fuck putting their titles on the match. I would have liked to seen them have a friendly match at WrestleMania. You're talking about Ricochet and Finn Balor. There would have been a lot of excitement there, a lot of high flying. But I get it. Like whatever. I, I guess they, they just didn't have the proper storyline. Something must have happened to Finn Balor because if 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 Damian Priest could make it and Finn Balor can't, then something must have happened to Finn. And. So I'm assuming that he must have some kind of nagging injury again, which is actually Finn Balor's number one problem. Is that Finn Balor, for as great of a wrestler that he is, and for exciting that he is, he can't stay healthy. And it seems it's even more prominent the moment he gets a belt. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is with him and belts, but I feel like every time he gets a chip, every time he gets a chip, and he's out for some time. It happened to him with his very first with his very first um Universal Championship. As soon as he got that, he ended up he ended up getting injured and end up having and, and end up losing it to Seth Rollins. And that started that push and that era. But let's get specifically into WrestleMania a little bit. WrestleMania has some, had a, but even though we're talking about the things that WrestleMania didn't have, WrestleMania had a ton of great moments. Tons and tons of great moments, right? Um there was I, I, let's start off with, with probably the one that is the most commercial, right? And that was the Logan Paul, the Logan Paul tag team match with the Miz, right? As we know, the, the Miz always gets guys like this because because the Miz is a is a, is, is is in his own right us one of the first social media um, social media icons, right? Of, of this business, right? Even before he started in this business, right? One of the I don't even call it call it social media, but uh, reality TV icons. There we go. That, that's that's the, that's 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 who, that's what, that's the better description for the Miz. And he had this fight with he had a match with Logan Paul. And I'm not gonna lie to you. The last couple of years, the celebrities that have participated in WrestleMania, I have been impressed by. Last year was Bad Bunny, and and listen, if you know anything about Bad Bunny and you and you follow him, Bad Bunny when Bad Bunny started training for wrestling, he stopped going on tour. He took this shit seriously, and he was actually in the gym in and, and working. He didn't make any songs. He didn't go on tour. He didn't do nothing. He was just wrestling. Same thing again. Bad Bunny, like because he's a wrestling fan, he takes his invitation to wrestling very seriously. I don't know how Logan Paul, Paul took it because Logan Paul is a natural athlete. Bad Bunny's an entertainer. He's a singer, right? He's not, a, he's not really an athlete. But Logan Paul is an athlete. He's a boxer. He's, I don't know if he's a natural athlete, but he's a, he's a, he's already a fucking athlete, and he's already a showman in a way. And look, and we saw all of that for Logan Paul. Like Logan Paul has been basically what Logan Paul has been doing with social media. He's been he's been he's been putting on his little own little wrestling promotion, and you can see it, man. Oh my goodness, in that match, Velvet Knight, he really looked like a natural. Like, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but Logan Paul looked like this was not his first wrestling match. He 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 performed his he he had his he performed his his moves crisply crisp crisply. He 
had great command of the crowd. Really great command of the crowd. And you even show him exercise, exercise really good ring presence. After he would, after he would, after he would conduct the move, you you would see you you would see him, you would see him give 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 a glare into the crowd, but not just the crowd, into the into the crowd into the crowd camera. He would find he found that camera easily and, and bam, gave him that look. And, and he was selling it, sold the shit out of it. I'm not gonna lie. I was watching that. I was watching Logan Paul, and I'm thinking, like, yo, he sold the shit out of it. And like Bad Bunny. I would not be surprised to see Logan Paul make another appearance, or you see, or to see a continued storyline that has Logan Paul in it for a little while, or, or for a while. Like, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if this, if, if if we see Logan Paul again in SummerSlam, would not be surprised unless he has some kind of fight coming up. Would not be surprised. He looked that natural, and to be honest, I, I never, you never know what you're gonna get with a lot of these celebrities. Some celebrities look for gazy. Some of them. Some of them are better than others. You see Kayla Braxton pulling off her, 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 her coach impersonation with the pink hot pants. I'm really mad I'm forgetting who that coach was. Because this is now a reference for her has come up. Especially now you see, you see Kayla with, with, the, with those hot pants on. We also saw Bobby Lashley make a, make a, make a return after, after having a nice little injury bug, right? And I'm watching Bobby Lashley over the last couple of weeks. And I'm thinking to myself, this may be the closest to Bobby Lashley that Bobby Lashley has ever been, <laughs> right? I don't know if you understand like because wrestlers, you know, you guys know that they get they they, they get personas and 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 they normally have a have a angle or 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 or, or a gimmick that they that they're that they're that they're following. But you see him without the Leo rushes, without the Lanas, without without MVP, and this feels like the Bobby Lashley they were trying to push naturally the first time, which is a, which is a natural Bobby Lashley, right? I feel like this, with this fight with, with almost, they allowed the real Bobby Lashley to kind of shine, the Bobby Lashley that Bobby Lashley kind of wanted to be. So, in a weird way, I'm, I'm impressed. Now, <laughs> let's get into something a little... Lighthearted. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna make this lighthearted as lighthearted as possible. The WWE universe does not like Corey Graves. All right, I'm, I'm letting you guys know this now. I didn't know this. I didn't realize this until a couple of weeks ago. Right, maybe, maybe about a month ago. But the but the WWE universe does not like Corey Graves for whatever reason. I do not know. I have not looked into this man. I have not looked at part of of past things that he may have done to see if he survived maybe a scandal or some shit. But the universe does not like Corey Graves. I first got a whiff of their dislike for Corey Graves when the Twitterverse blew up based off of the way he was talking about Carmella. Right? They thought that at one point, some people thought it was disrespectful to her, of, of how he fawns and drools over her, right? Some people, some people thought it was it was very distasteful, right? Of of, of how, of of how he reacts every time that he sees her. But that's his real life fiance. How can that shit be disrespectful or distasteful? He is literally 
Maybe he's over-exaggerating a little bit, but he is literally expressing how he feels about the woman he's marrying in 72 fucking hours. Now, granted, it ain't 72 hours from the time that they mentioned it. Wait, that was his fiance. And they had an issue with it. <laughs> no, they're getting married, I think, sometime this week. But that was his fiance at the time, and they had an issue of how he is complimenting his fiance. Like all you Twitterverse people that was issued with that, maybe if you complimented your boo like that, maybe you wouldn't be having relationship issues. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because you guys really sound like a bunch of like, like, like heartbroken like dweebs. But also, right? <laughs> also for most of you, right? Because, because of how wrestling is, right? First, let me handle the dweebs. Emotional damage. Like, like, get your dick out your ass. <laughs> but it's also a, a, a honest group of people that really didn't know that that was his fiance. Granted, that group of individuals, I'll give it to you, right? But for everybody else, like, what the fuck do you expect that man to say about his wife? So that was my first. That was my first. Right. That was that was that was my that was my first clue that the W that the Twitterverse didn't really like Corey Graves. Well, my next piece of evidence came during WrestleMania when Bianca Belair is about to come out. She has her match against Becky Lynch. They're fighting for the women's championship belt. Well, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, she comes out. With an with an HBCU band, Texas, 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 Texas State University. There we go. I knew I wrote that sound somewhere, right? The Texas State University marching band. She comes out with that. Now Corey Graves' first response when they start coming out is, "What the hell is this?" Well, that comment. To an HBCU marching band coming out from Corey Graves had the Twitterverse calling him racist. Now he's racist. Now, granted, I don't know shit about this man. I don't know what's in his past. I don't know what transgressions he has had. I don't know what he has done to the Twitterverse or to the WWE universe. But now they call him racist. And I'm like, whoa. Now, granted, right? <laughs> I noticed when Corey Graves first made that comment. Like, what the hell is this? Because even for a moment, I even wondered, what the fuck is this? And then I realized, oh, okay, she's coming out to a marching band. But that's his natural response. That's how he should be responding. He kind of plays the heel role as the commentator. Like, I, 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 like, I, I really wonder... Like, like, what do these people really have against Corey Graves? Like, did Corey Graves do some despicable shit that I don't know of? Because how do you get racist from, what the hell is this? I don't know. But yes, Corey Graves was trending during the Bianca Belair match because they wanted him removed from commentary because they thought he was racist. I'm like, yeah, you guys are tripping and you guys are reaching. And apparently... Everybody hates Corey. Like we, we know that Chris Rock 
is the one out here, you know, getting smacked for for jokes about Jada, right? But see, see, there you go again. I see you already. I see, I, I see you already. Like, like, just relax, go and have a seat, and we can we can use our words, okay? We can we can use our words. See, Eat my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Okay, just go back and have a seat. My bad. My bad. Shit. So yeah, sensitive. Right. But to be honest with you, for everybody that is hating on Corey Graves, right? But especially when it comes to Carmella, he really needs to just go on Twitter one time and share the and, and share the Will Smith and share the Will Smith line and tell her on him. Emotional damage. That that wasn't the one. That 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 wasn't that wasn't the one. That wasn't the one. It was the Eat my wife's name. That's really it. And let me play this for Ronnie real quick. Because broken clock got a broken clock can be right twice a day. And a garbage uh, even a trash can can get a steak. What am I trying to say? You thought Trey Young was still good? Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! So we saw Logan Paul look like a natural. We saw Bobby Lashley actually look like himself for once, right? In a long ass time. Corey Graves just gets hated on. Like, like I said, until I get more information about something to speak with that Corey Graves has actually done. Oh, yeah, Corey Graves actually done. I'm just gonna say <laughs> you guys are just straight up hating on him. During WrestleMania as well, a couple weeks before this. See, like <laughs> a couple weeks before this, we also got we also got um Notice as 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 Triple H made a had a nice little interview. We we got noticed that that Triple H may not be wrestling ever again, and we mean like ever 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 not a Shawn Michaels or Undertaker. I'm retiring, but then I still come back for cameos. Not that kind of shit. Like I can't ever wrestle. I got bad knees. I got a bad back. I got a bad neck, and I got a bad heart. And I recently caught a heart attack, and I'm never gonna risk this shit again. We saw Triple H come out and announce Wrestle and open up WrestleMania for the second night. And after he opened up WrestleMania for this um on the second night, he also left his boots in the middle of the ring. Symbolizing his retirement. As I'm watching Pat McAfee come down to the ring with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. I don't have the sound on, but I wanted to hear but I'll be interested to hear what Corey Graves' reaction to this. Like, I'm telling you right now, now I'm going to be forced to, like, listen, like, hyper-focus on, like, everything that Corey Graves does. I was already kind of listening, but now I'm going to be listening every more, like, even harder to hear if this is a heel thing, a face thing, or, or a race thing, or male thing, a female thing. I'm actually going to be listening to Corey Graves. I'm, I'm going to see if there's any validity to this hate, any whatsoever, because if right now you guys just sound like haters, like, like you guys sound like haters and you guys sound like you should be shitted on. So as, as Triple H leaves the ring, we saw Cody Rhodes return to the ring. Folks, the son of the American dream, the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes, has returned to WWE after not being in this ring for about six years. Now, we all know that, that 
after leaving WWE, he left and went to AEW and he helped to form that. And he really was one of the first people to really help form that one of the big names and investors, if I'm not mistaken, as well, to help form that brand. Whatever as whatever happened over AEW happened, he's no longer with them. But it gave him the opportunity to return to, to WWE. And it's one of those things that it's good it's good he's returning to WWE because I feel like Cody Rose's gimmicks or uh, personas back then were either feeling forced or kind of whack as fuck. I don't know how a way to say it. Right, they, they, they were forced, or, or, or they, just, they just wasn't hitting. He went to AEW, he rebranded himself, re-established a whole entire following, came back to WWE, and probably got one of the biggest pops that we can. That, like last time I heard a, a pop like this is when Edge returned a couple years back, or a few years back. It was that kind of pop, and. Hell of a match. Hell, another game. A great match against Seth Rollins. But also, after the match, Jesus, these motherfuckers, like, Cody Rhodes was bruised up in the face. Like, he took a couple of real blows to the face. He was lumped the fuck up. And he gave probably, and if you had the Peacock exclusive, right? Pause. But <laughs> if you had the Peacock exclusive. Yes! Okay, sure, no need to yell. Jada. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Okay, I, I was just joking around, shit. Oh, sensitive ass. That's why she can't be no damn G.I.J. You can't be that sensitive and be a G.I. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Fair enough. So we saw Cody Rhodes return and, and Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes match and his pop was 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 like it, again there's just something like I don't know WrestleMania I don't I can't agree with the people that didn't like WrestleMania. Like it was like I like even though I would rather it be condensed, it was a good two days of wrestling. It was it was a good two days of wrestling. Like even I got emotional. Right, like like you caught like you like I was, I was caught up in the moment. I was emotional. Like I I was almost almost brought to tears. Like yeah, I had my I had my bottom lip quiver. Johnny Knoxville even made an appearance. Right, I'm not, I'm not listen. I'm not trying to. I know there's a lot of people that haven't watched probably haven't watched WrestleMania yet. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a window. That's the reason why you hear me. Talking about how good matches were and the matchups and not talk about the actual winners. And see, and the Johnny Knoxville match. See, I didn't think that I enjoyed that match because that match is supposed to be a pure gimmick match. That match is a pure gimmick match. Like that match was was basically a wrestling version of Jackass. Like that's what that's that's what I anticipated from that. And and I, and I actually I actually enjoyed it. Like it was it was it was fun. And it was funny. So I'm not because that's the kind of match I'm not watching it for seriousness. To be honest with you, 
I'm watching the Miz and the Miz and um. Well, you know, well, you know, listen. It's the, I'm watching the Miz and and Logan Paul match a whole lot more for seriousness. You know what I mean? That I was watching that much. I mean, it probably was. I mean, I understand. Like, you probably think it was a waste of time. There wasn't a lot of. Let's say it was. It was just. It was one of those things. It's. Like I feel like this was like like they in partnership with Jackass. They've been promoting like this. This is cross brand promotional shit. You know, like so like, it was interesting. And then, and then, like I said, they they even built in their moments. You saw Johnny Knoxville get the shit kicked out of him and, and constantly take a licking, and you kept on coming back. Which somebody that has done kind of stunts that he has done, you anticipate maybe that would be a reality. But not only that. You saw all of his jackass buddies come out, right? You, you you saw Party Boy come out and and start dancing and and reveal way too much of himself that we would that any of us ever want to see, right? We saw Wee Man, the resident midget, come out and become He Man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, like when I saw Wee Man come out, I was hoping that that other midget that they used to have that used to come out with Sheamus, I was hoping that he was gonna come out as well. I'm not gonna lie, a part of me really thought that he was gonna. I was hoping that he could make an appearance. <laughs> But you saw Wee Man come out there, and Wee Man, Wee Man came out there with, with punches and bunches, and Wee Man was actually the tide turner for this match, as 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 as, as Johnny Knoxville was, was getting his ass whooped. Wee Man came out there, and oh shit! So I just saw Pat McAfee try a senton splash and miss. Right. Like Wee Man came out there, like he 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 changed the pace, he changed the attitude, he also changed the culture, right? Like he helped, he helped bring excitement, like like as as well as every pop, every every appearance of a, of one of the Jackass crews. But I felt like the Wee Man appearance really got the biggest pop, but also because they had Wee Man body slam Sami Zayn, like <laughs> and hold him up. Like, they didn't just body slam him. Like, picked him up, held him up, and body slammed him. Like, even I was like, oh, shit. Look at Wee Man. Looking like He-Man. But the most interesting part to me, right, of the whole entire night, wasn't even a wrestling match. It was before the match started, before all of the matches started, during the pregame show, when... They had Micah Parsons or Mika Parsons, right? And 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 Zizi Ziki, right? Ezekiel Elliott, Mika, right? But they had Mika, that they had Mika and Ziki out, you know, out with they with JBL and Booker T and, and and Rosenberg. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, I'm giving you guys an update. I do have this North Carolina and Kansas game on in the background. That's something that we do here on the Mighty Sports Podcast all the time. Um, when I was when I was first looking at this game, Kansas last time I checked the score on this game, Kansas was up by seven points. Now it's, it has turned around, and North Carolina is now up by ten, and I am happy. Kind of want Carolina just to finish it off. I, I'm letting my Carolina roots show today, and plus I got a pair of Carolina blue kicks right now in the in the in the closet, <laughs> which is just fire. They got a nice little orange in there to remind me of my Knicks. But Michael Parsons. And, all right, or Mika Parsons, my bad. But Mika and Zeke, they're out there and they're and they're doing a nice little pregame, like nice little interview, right? They they make a nice little appearance out 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 there to the pregame show. Oh damn! 
Look at the ups on Paul McAfee. Pat McAfee. Yo. Okay, listen, I was impressed. I'm sorry. Like I tell you, there was still parts of WrestleMania that I didn't finish watching, and, and this Pat McAfee match is another one. Let's see. I have about... I'm sure this is about the 249 mark. So I have probably like another 45 minutes left. So so, so this, this may be the, the like the, the, the match before the main event. Oh, shit. Somebody tried to get... Oh, damn. Somebody tried to get punted. That shit failed. So we had we had Mika Parsons and Zeke right, out at front. And, they, you know, Peter Rosenberg and, and the crew, they're joking around with them. And Peter Rosenberg goes to, goes to Mika and he says, hey, you know what, with your size and your talent, and, and, and he prefaced this by saying, listen, I am saying, I am saying this 100% as a wacko fan. The water closet team, Washington Commanders. I don't know how many different ways I can show you how to make fun of them. Wacko, W-A-C-O, get it? W-C, water closet. If you guys have been internationally, basically W-C is what is the symbol that they use for, that, that they used to, to, to show you what, where the restroom is. So basically, Washington Commanders have basically picked the initials of the, of, of, of the walking shitters. <laughs> They're the traveling shitters. That's what they are. <laughs> right? So, so, so the walk-in closet, the wackos over there, right? We got more wacko news. We got, we got, we got additional wacko news as well too. But as a wacko fan, Peter Rosenberg goes, you know what? How with your size and your skill, you could easily become a WWE superstar. How would you like to be a WWE superstar, right? Or, or, or the, and Mika Parsons, right? He yells out, "Let's do it." Yo, beat my current contract and I'll sign tomorrow. You know who the fuck you just said that to, right? Like, you just said that to Vince McMahon. If Vince McMahon thought that you had any type of redeeming qualities or could get a pop, guess what? You'd have a ta- you, you have a you you would have a contract tomorrow. You really would. And I would actually love to see. Just like how we, just like how back in the day it was it was Vince and Battle of the Billionaires. It was Vince and 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 and, and um, what, what's 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 Carrot Top's name again? Donald Trump. I would like to see part two with Vince McMahon versus Jerry Jones. <laughs> like they do some shit like that could sell, and I'm surprised Jerry Jones didn't take the opportunity to make an appearance in the stadium. He would have got a good pop too. He would he would have got a hell of a pop, but I found that funny, and it wasn't even so fun. It like it wasn't, it wasn't even so much his comment that I found that that I found so entertaining, right? It was Ezekiel Elliott's right, or 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 or, or Zeke, as we call him. It was Ezekiel Elliott's response. Oh shit! Is Vince McMahon about to get into the ring and fight Pat McAfee? Oh shit! Take him off with Blazer. He's loosening up the tar. Is he gonna step inside the booth? Vince Man is alive. Is Vince Man about to show us his physique? Is he still all ripped and shit? <laughs> uh oh, Vince Man is unbuttoning the shirt. 
two buttons. He's untucking the shirt now. Oh, shit. Vince McMahon has on the black wife beater. And he still got some guns. God damn, he got some guns still. This motherfucker's like 88. What? What? Okay, see, th- th- I'm sorry, folks. I am I am watching this real time. This is not one of the things I was able to see. I did not see Pat McAfee and Vince McMahon about to fight. I feel like he's about to get attacked from behind. The camera zoomed in too much. And I, and I can't see Austin Fury. There he goes. Okay, attack from behind. <laughs> see? Sorry. <laughs> It's little things like this from watching wrestling too much, right? And being in the productions that I just knew, I was like, wait a minute. There was a third guy there. The camera has zoomed in all the way so we only can see these two. That means there's something happening behind the scenes. And folks, yep, we have a match. Oh, and Vince Mc... Vince! Yo, when's the last time we saw Vince at WrestleMania? Or in a match? Oh my God, and he's whooping his ass. Like, you're telling me Triple H can't fight, but Vince still can? <laughs> Vince is the GOAT. Vince is the GOAT. All hail Vince McMahon. All hail Vince McMahon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck what you heard. <laughs> but, again, to, 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 to let's, end this. Let's, let's go ahead and end our wrestling talk pretty soon, right? As, as we keep giving you updates. But Mika Paul says, yeah, saying that shit. Like I, I was, I was surprised, but it was Ezekiel Elliott's. It was, Z, it was Zeke's response because after he said that, Zeke was like, "Wow!" and he just closed it. And it, and it wasn't one of those wows. Like he was playing up to the comment. It was wow. Like I can't believe he just said that shit. And he may be serious. It was one of those kind of wows. <laughs> And I even lie, like that was one of the most that was one of the most memorable things I remember. But also, let me tell you something that also caught my eye. Is his name Le- is, is his name Leangelo Dawkins? Is that his name, Leangelo Dawkins, from Primetime? Well, is it no? They're not Primetime. Wait, what are they? What's, damn it! Why am I forgetting their name? I kind of I kind of I think I just kind of combined them with Primetime. What is the solo cups? Are they damn it? What are they? Street profits. There we go. Profit streets. Profit streets. Disciple streets. Disciple streets. Disciple streets. All right. So we saw the street profits, and we saw we saw Dawkins, right? We saw the tag team with Dawkins, and Dawkins normally has facial hair. I'm assuming he normally has facial hair. Well, go back and look. He cut off his facial hair for this match, right, for WrestleMania. Tell me he don't look like Carmella Anthony. Go back and look at Dawkins, the, the tag team partner, the bigger one from the Street Profits. I think, I think, I want to say his name is Leangelo. But he looks like Carmelo Anthony with no facial hair. When he cuts up, see, I know, Ronda, you're going to end up looking. as if you're awake. <laughs> but go check it out. That is good stuff to be. That's an interesting to see. Without any facial hair, yeah, he he looks like he could be related to Carmella Anthony, and that shit's hilarious to me. 
if, okay, so, so that, let's go ahead and move on because that's really all the wrestling that I have. We'll, we'll I'll keep you guys updated as I continue to watch as I continue to watch WrestleMania. So, I, so I'll be giving you updates and shit like that because I guess I didn't quite finish it off. Like I, I've, like my computer, uh, or oh, is this man gonna try to punt a football into the crowd? No, I just hit him with it. He's gonna try to put a football into the crowd. You know, you should really leave that for him to do. Like, you should lose, leave the ball into the, leave the ball down somewhere. Like, don't pan into the crowd. Pat McAfee's gonna beat you too, and then he can go ahead and put that ball into the crowd as, as a, a memorabilia to somebody. Ha! He kicked the ball into Pat McAfee. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Let's let's move on to something a little less funny, right? And, and let's get into let's 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 get into the feel good portion of the podcast. Like if, if you haven't been feeling good, so oh no, Vince McMahon has beat Paul McAfee. Vince still got it. Damn, and you could tell Vince is still working out regularly too. Shit. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch this with the sound. So let's get back into the feel good portion. Let's get into the feel good portion of the podcast, right? And, and granted, I feel like the podcast has been very lighthearted today. I haven't had to crush anybody. I haven't gone in at anybody. Like, like I've I've kept it I've kept it very very nice. Like I've done what Coach Staley has asked, and I just talk to me nice, baby. I've been talking to you guys nice. That's good. So, and, and I said maybe this is a feel good portion because of me, right? Because I, I want to get into the Knicks. I want to get into a little bit of Knicks talk, right? Do, do, do we, we want to play the Knicks? You know, fuck it. Let's go ahead and give them the whole shebang when it comes to the Knicks, right? Let's get straight into the Knicks talk. Right. So, the New York Knicks they had a game the other day against the Orlando Magic, and. I'm actually going to bring that down a notch with me. All right. That, that's, that's that birthday mode. I needed that talk over mode. There we go. So the Knicks recently had a game against the Orlando Magic where the New York Knicks blew out the Orlando Magic. Now, granted, Orlando didn't have a lot of key players. Right? A lot of their young guys that, that probably would have made this... more competitive and as Vince McMahon and his little protege is celebrating their victory over, over Paul McAfee Vince McMahon's longtime rival Stone Cold Steve Austin comes limping down to the ring folks we're about to see a can of whoop ass a stunner and a couple of beers I, I can see this now Vince get your ass out the ring nope Vince is gonna eat one last stunner I can tell it already. Vince is going to eat one last stunner for GP. This may be the last stunner we ever see Vince McMahon take. But Austin Fury is definitely going to get a stunner. Ah, as he tried to attack Stone Cold. Yup, there it goes. There it goes. There goes the punches. 
Oh, kick to the gut. Stunner. Oh, my God. Austin Fury. <laughs> Listen, that was a good... That, he took a stunner like he had studied the Shawn Michaels, <laughs> Triple H, and Rock school of taking stunners. He took the shot. He sold the... <laughs> Yo, he sold the fuck out of that stunner. Okay, and I got to see Vince Man take the lip stunner. Where he just kind of dies over his shoulder when he gets done. <laughs> right. But like I said, I'm glad this, this, this is happening during the feel-good portion of the podcast. He's definitely put a smile on my face. As we're coming down to the end of the first... The first? As in quarter? Nah. It's got to be the end of the first half. Right. As we have Carolina up 38, Kansas 25, 13-point lead for the North Carolina Blue Jackets? Blue Jays? No, that's Kansas Blue Jays. What's North Carolina? Blue Devils? Blue Hawks? Blue Bloods? Blue Bulls? So the Knicks play the game against. So the Knicks play the game again against Orlando Magic. Emmanuel quickly put up his first ever triple double, became the either second or first youngest player in. Oh, and here it comes. Oh, Vince not even drinking. He's just pouring that shit down his. Oh, oh God, oh God, get over here, you son of a bitch. Yep, look at that weak ass stunner of Vince. <laughs> I told you it was gonna be a dead stunner. Tar Heels. There we go. North Carolina Tar Heels. I knew they were blue something. Tar Heels? What? How's that blue? That's black. We'll figure that shit out later. The menu quickly gets his first double triple double. Um, we see Obi Toppin put up a double double. We still have no Julius Randle, but what we did have was Alex Burke playing the whole fucking first quarter. Tibbs, I keep trying to defend you, but it's really hard to defend you when the season is over and you're still not, you're playing the young guys. You are giving them hell of a burn. And they all balled out this last game, right? We like they even got a chance to see what this crowd will do for them when they are the when they are the the, the guys on this team. When, when they are the man on this team, when they are the snake, when, when they are the head of the snake, they saw this. You saw Obi Toppin and RJ Barrett over there um, playing up to and pandering the crowd, and the crowd responded to them as they should, as they took care of business against a depleted Orlando team. Now, the New York Knicks, they're gonna it looks like they're gonna be stuck in the eleventh seed in the East, right? Which which is, like I said, it's okay. Knicks fans, like we we've we've talked about we've talked about this um till we've been gray in the face. And this season is 
everybody gets a stunner when you're in the ring with Stone Cold. Come on now, Pat. You should have known better. But that's probably a life. Like, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's that's probably one of the few things that that could probably that that's probably like a lifelong dream of of somebody. I want to be I want to be stunned by Stone Cold while drinking a beer with him. It's the only time that you would want to be that you that you just want to be in the ring with somebody and have them do their finishing move on you. It's it's probably Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's because you know what it comes. It comes it comes with a cold one down your um down your gullet and also a cold one in your face. So the New York Knicks are eleventh in eleventh in the East, right? Do you know who's tenth in one spot ahead of the New York Knicks? Yep, it's the other team in New York across the way. It's, it's the other borough. It's the Brooklyn Nets. So that's why I tell you, Knicks fans, don't be so down on yourselves. Don't be so hard on yourselves. I know this is a disappointment when you compare last season to this season. Scratch last season, right? Act like act like last season was you seeing evidence that the judge is telling you to strike from the record. Fuck last season, right? Because out last season was just a was just an outlier, right? It wasn't supposed to happen. It was again jitsu for you Naruto fans. For you people that aren't Naruto fans, it was an illusion. Fifteen point lead, North Carolina over Kansas. Oh, Stone Cold almost slipped and busted his ass. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta try Steve Wise. I gotta find out where the fuck I can get that beer from. I'm probably gonna have to order that shit if I can't find it in the supermarket. I wonder if they have it at the liquor store, like the ABC liquor store kind of shit. <laughs> um, so again, Knicks fans, the Brooklyn Nets are are in the tenth seed, one spot ahead of you. Do you know who you don't have on your team? You don't have a Ben Simmons. You don't have a Steph Curry. Shit, you don't even have a Seth Curry on your team. You don't have a Kyrie Irving. You didn't have a James Harden. And you sure as fuck don't have a Kevin Durant. So if I told if if, if the seat before the season started, if I would have told you that you would be one spot behind the Brooklyn Nets. And that you would have a better record than the Lakers. You would come into this season. You you would come into the season pretty feeling pretty fucking happy. You'd be like, oh shit, we had a great fucking season. We're, we're one spot behind Brooklyn, and we're better than the Lakers. The Lakers that have LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and and Anthony Davis, and and Dwight Howard, and Camilla Anthony. Like we're better than them, and we're one spot behind Brooklyn. Like good, good God Almighty, we got a good, we got a good year going on. You would have thought that year was a success. I don't want you to, to, I don't want you to throw away that feeling. We didn't have a better season than last year. We had some lows, we had some ups and downs. But if you compare this to two years ago, this is a successful season to two years ago because last year was a fluke. It was a genjitsu. It didn't really happen. It was stricken from the records. 2023, Los Angeles was going to host WrestleMania. Like, there are not enough WrestleManias or Pro Bowls that come down to Miami. I'm sorry. We need more. Shit, go go do one live and go outside in that fucking new Beckham Stadium. Do that shit <laughs> if you have to. <laughs> so, Knicks fans, as, as, as I've been with you all year and we've been... We've been up and down together on this roller coaster. We've been keeping this team 
accountable all season long. And we've been we we've been what's the best way to say it? we've been self therapying, right? That's a that's what I'm looking for, right? But we've been we've been able to to act as therapy towards each other. And that's what kind of what I try to do. I try to keep, keep keep you guys off the edge. Now, I know during the beginning of the season, I really had you guys on the edge because the Knicks were really fucking up and we had to hold them accountable. But we have to look at everything sometimes, right? And we have to look at everything in, 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 in its proper perspective, big picture, little picture, correlations and things like that. And in reality, like I said, it's a better it's a better season than two years ago. This is probably where we thought we would have been last year. And this is why I said, like, we just had shit backwards. Last year shouldn't have happened. Last year should have happened either next year or two years from now. That's when we should have had the run after developing this young squad to finally be the fourth spot in the East. That should have come two years from now. Maybe even next year, but that should have come two years from now. It happened way too early. This year is more indicative to what should have happened after the years of, of heartache that we've had as a Knicks fan. This would have been, this is more of reality. Oh, we have this young team that basically won only 17 games last year. They come into this season and they double their win total. They win about 34 games this year. But it's not just the 34 games that they win this year, but also the fact that, the fact that they were in it basically all the way to the end. They basically didn't get eliminated from the playoffs until until six games were left. And they continue to fight. This would have been more indicative to what we should have saw last year. And if we would have gotten this last year, you would have been happy for yourself. You would have called us a successful season. Now you add the fact that we're only one spot behind Brooklyn and we're better than the Lakers. The Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers, they also sit in the 11th spot. In the West, about 15 games below 500. I'm just saying, Knicks fans, understand exactly where you're at and where you should be. This is probably where we should be. Last year was cute. But last year was a wet dream. That's what that was. That wasn't reality. It was, it was a nice wet dream. We all woke up with our dicks hard. Woke up with a wet spot on the bed. Pussy's dripping. Nipples on hard. It was it was a nice wet dream. Woke up ready to touch yourself. And then you realize, like, damn, that shit was just a fucking dream. And this is the motherfucking reality. Still got work to do. But we're right on the cusp of being a con being a consistent playoff team. And I'm seeing again while Doc, while Coach, while Tim Thibodeau, Coach Tibbs, gives me a lot of headache and a lot of trepidation, especially with his lineups and his matchups and his rotations. We still see, we, we if I still feel like we're getting way too many minutes from, from Alex Burke, but Alex Burke is, is probably one of the most consistent point goals that we've also had this season. So I, I, pop, I can get it. But why is he starting or why is he playing all 12 minutes in the first quarter? And I said, thank God, Emmanuel, quickly, he gets a nice little triple-double as he shows off on offense, defense, but also his passing, scoring, and assist. 
right? Or, or his passing, yeah. I mean, his passing, rebounds, and assist. <clears throat> passing, scoring, and assist. Thank you. Score, scoring, rebounds, and assist. Scoring, rebounds, assist. Scoring, rebounds, assist. There we go. <laughs> right, we, we saw that from him. RJ Barris continued to be the MVP of this team this calendar since the calendar year has started and also continue to be the, the bona fide leader of this team while Julius Randle continues to pout and wants to and, and about nobody puts baby in the corner. Like we ain't about to put baby in the corner. We about to whoop your ass and trade you. Like we about to whoop your ass and send you up for adoption. Like there ain't, ain't no timeouts here. But to put your ass up for adoption. <clears throat> and so with this team playing well under, under Coach Thibodeau, still for two years now, right? They're still playing well. They, they show effort. You see growth of players. You may, you may not like some of the coaching. You may not like some of the coaching, some of the, some of the coaching adjustments that, that are made or some of the coaching decisions that are made sometimes. But he is still a hell of a coach. And he is a coach that still is getting the most out of his players. I ask you, who do you want after this? Who do you go after? What coach has as much cash in respect as Tom Thibodeau? What do you go from there? You can't go backwards. You got to go forward. Right? So what are we talking about here? Is there a nice young head coach that we, that, that, we, that we think can come in and really do the job? Is there Steve Kerr out there? Name that kept on popping up in my head is Ty Lue. Like, is Ty Lue available to get to, 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 to be taken out from LA? I don't think so. They're about to get a new stadium. Like, they want their consistency. I don't know if you realize this, but the LA Clippers are in the postseason while the LA Lakers aren't. To live and die in LA. And since we have as we're talking LA, what about Doc Rivers? If Philadelphia 76ers fuck up fuck up this thing with, with Joel Embiid and and James Harden, is the next step for the Knicks possibly getting Doc Rivers? But how much of a developmental coach do we consider Doc Rivers? Versus the coach that's really supposed to be there to help a veteran team that's that's trying to get to that next step of championship, or is that, or is that narrative of of Doc Rivers a facade? Is Doc Rivers not that coach that really just did for for veteran players, and we're basically just, just and he's basically just riding that one championship from Boston or that or that run with Boston. Is he a developmental coach? Who knows at this point of time what kind of coach Doc Rivers is? The only thing that we know is he's respected. And that is probably the one of the number one most important things that you need to have from your coach first. Is that players respect them, which means that they're automatically going to buy into what they're, they're initially going to quickly buy in to what the coach is preaching. So... Just to leave you again with a question before we get on to our next topic. Knicks fans, would you want Doc Rivers if Doc Rivers is available and things aren't working in Philly? 
Who do you want to replace Coach Tibbs? What coach with a really good reputation is out there? Veteran? Neophyte? Rookie. New guy. Or in between? Sorry, as a Knicks fan, we don't have rookies. We don't say newbies. We say neophyte. Now, since we're talking about Doc Rivers and we're talking about LA and a couple of pieces and, and leave you guys with a couple of questions and what ifs, right? How much time do we have left in the podcast? Plenty of time, but I, I don't know what I'm going to How about you? How about you? Shit. I don't know when I'm, when I'm going to end this podcast today. So you know what? Let's let's plan to end it at 11.07. Let's just give you guys 35 more minutes of potting. Right? Do we got 35 minutes to, to spare? Yeah, maybe. The pod bean is probably going to cut off in 22 minutes. And then you guys will get the last 12, 13 minutes over on, over on the website. Or on YouTube or anywhere else that you can watch me at. So... I have a question for you guys. Who would you rather have? Who would you rather have as this as this Duke game? This this not Duke. Kansas and North Carolina game is still at halftime. Remember, folks, North Carolina 40, Kansas 25, North Carolina 8 seed. Kansas number one seed. And for the most part of this final four. All we really have talked about is a lot of we've talked a lot of blue blood. We really have. So let me ask you this: Who would you rather have? Would you rather have on your team Anthony Davis or Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Garland from Cleveland, or Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Hunter from Atlanta? Either one of those combos. Which would you rather? Oh, we see Chill Will pop back up as as we talk about one of his one of his individuals from from one of one of one of his teammates. You know, Chill Will is our is our is our senior Cleveland correspondent. I didn't even play your intro last time. What you were saying? Let's try that again. Something ain't happened right here. What's going on here? We're supposed to be dropping takes on all kinds of shit right now. <laughs> all right, well, we'll we'll figure that out in, in a little bit later. I don't know what the hell was going on with that sound. <clears throat> Got a phone call. Give him a second. No doubt, no doubt. That's probably what's happening. We, we was having phone issues, even though all the issues are on my end. <laughs> but, you know, so who would you guys rather have? Would it rather be Anthony Davis or the combination of Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Garland, or the combination of Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Hunter from Atlanta? And the reason why I ask that is because those are the pieces that those are the pieces that 
the Lakers gave up to sign Anthony Davis or to get Anthony Davis, as well as get rid of um, Caruso. That was a little bit later on, though. So who would you rather have? Because as we've seen right now, right, Brandon Ingram and that New Orleans and, and that and, and that New Orleans Pelicans team that he's leading just busted the Lakers' ass. Completely, completely, completely busted the Lakers' ass. And not only did they bust their ass, remember the Lakers are playing for something. The Lakers are trying to make it into the into the postseason tournament, right? Into postseason play contention. They are trying to win games. The Pelicans right now are in are in the playoffs or in postseason. Right? So they already have their, their postseason spot locked up. The Lakers don't. And New Orleans came out and played as if they weren't gonna make the postseason instead of the Lakers. Even to the point where we saw Brandon Ingram in their last matchup, right, as they're whooping their ass, start going to the crowd and yelling, LeBrick, LeBrick, LeBrick. How many bricks do they have on that team? They have LeBrick, they have Russell Westbrick. So, you see Brandon over there. Sorry, I got distracted by WrestleMania. (laughs) So, we see Brandon balling. And we mean balling over there in New Orleans. And before he left, he was kind of getting his shit together. Lonzo Ball. We've seen what he has done when he was healthy with the Chicago Bulls. Right? As he left. I remember he remember he 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 had a, he had a couple of things where he went where he was traveling to a couple of places, but we saw him right and him with the Chicago Bulls, right? With the with the Bulls, they were when when he started at this, they were twenty they were twenty two and 13. 22 and thirteen over thirty five games. They would be under 500 the next 40 games without him. And as you know, without Lonzo Ball, the Chicago Bulls are 18 and 20. For those who don't realize what kind of factor that he plays, right? They are 18 and 20 without him, but 22 and 13 with him. And let's not forget, He's a he's a six seven point guard that can not only obviously not only can he handle the rock and and get to the line and, and find his teammates in almost any possible position that you can that you can find, right? But he's also Also, the Lakers could have used them, right? 
the Lakers. Not where I wanted that. This thing gets on my damn nerves. Right? The Lake the Lakers, the Lakers could be could use him right now. And they could use him big time. Because he is he's one of those pieces, right? He's one of those weapons. Again, like Brandon Ingram, for the position that he plays, he's a mismatch. And the Lakers could use mismatches right now. And then what if they had Garland as another scorer? Another bona fide scorer, another bona fide ball handler. Instead of trading away the what was it? What pick was that? That 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 the number four or number what was it the number four pick that year? Instead of trading away that pick, you could have actually drafted Garland or Hunter. So if you don't, if you didn't, if you figure you didn't need another ball handler, which if LeBron, if if LeBron James knows anything, that having another guy that can that he can that he can trust to put the ball in his hand and, and get a bucket anytime that he wants. If you remember what 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 that did for him when he played Kyrie, or when he had Kyrie on his team, that would have been the number one thing he would have been going after because Brandon Ingram kind of had some of those qualities that he was showing. Lonzo Ball was showing some of those qualities, but you could have had that in Garland. But let's say you didn't want that. Let's just say that you you just needed somebody to space the floor for you again, right? Give you give you some of that kapop, um, that 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 what was that guy's name? I was about to call him Click Capono, but you've had a couple of them on your team, right? Just those space getters, those are guys that just let's hang out on the three point line and just wait for you to 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 to, to do your your bull impersonation and then kick it out to them. You you could have had him instead. You have Anthony Davis. And we all know the ultimate end of it was to try to get a championship. You got the championship. Who's to say that you wouldn't have gotten a championship with those guys as well? But not only would you have won a championship, but you also would have had sustainability. Because we know that Anthony Davis... Is a rental car with high mileage. Like you're just getting that shit to like, so you so you, so you can run that motherfucker into the ground. Like you like you like you don't really care about it, right? Here we go. That's a little bit better. You don't really care about it. You don't yeah. You don't really you don't you don't like you don't really you're not really concerned about its well being. Like, you don't care if it gets a flat tie if you blow the engine or anything. It's a rental. It's a rental car, right? You're gonna give it right back. You're gonna give it right back to um to the to the rental store and let that be their problem. I think it's about time to get the rental of Anthony Davis up out of here. If you're the Lakers, you might as well go ahead and try to get whatever value you can get for him right now. Because you're in the 11th spot in the West. Let me bring this up for you because I know I talked about this the other night, right? But I don't think you guys realize what's about to, what what could possibly happen here, right? And that is that the Lakers in the 11th spot could actually keep falling. Just to let you guys know. And they can fall to where they are the worst team in their division. 
not the Western Conference, not your conference. But they can fall so much where they're the worst team in their division, folks. Think about it. The only team that they're ahead of are the Sacramento Kings. That's it. Everybody else has passed them. And guess what? They're on a six-game losing streak. The Kings are only two games behind them. Two and a half, I think, now. Yeah, two and a half games behind them. That's two games in the win column, three games in the loss column. Let's see. They've played 79 games. So that's the only thing about the Sacramento Kings. They don't have a lot of games left. They've already played 79 games, but the Lakers have played 78. But the Lakers lose out the rest of the season. Sacramento wins two games. Their last two games. They could pass the Lakers, but that's how close it is. The Lakers are that close to being the worst team in their division. They're worse than the... I really doubt they're worse than the Phoenix Suns. They're worse than the Golden State Warriors. They're worse than the LA Clippers. The only team they're ahead of are the Sacramento Kings. That's the only team. So again, Knicks fans, don't feel so bad. Don't feel so bad because... You know, I mean, while you are the worst team in your division, right? You got 35 wins on you. The Lakers, 31. You're better than them. And you don't have anybody of that caliber of talent that any one of them have. What you do have is a young squad that you can hopefully build around. That hopefully that you do not that you do not start. Oh, 10-point game now with this Kansas and Carolina. Got a little bit of fight coming on. You don't want to be where the Lakers are at because you've been there before where you mortgage all of your young talent to try to get somebody that isn't going to help you. Well, for the Lakers, they won't help them win a championship. But isn't going to help you continue to win or be sustainable. I guess the championship um, um, does it all well. Like if you if you're in New York, if that happens in New York and they and they bring somebody in there for one year and they win a championship, and then for the next two years they're fucking Basuda. Knicks fans won't care. Knicks fans are just happy to get a championship twenty five years, uh, fifty years later. Damn, it's been fifty years. Shit. I know we're almost coming out to the end of this pod bean feed. So that's just something to think about with the individuals that, oh, and we see about, you know, what's about to happen now. I just want you guys to think about, about the individuals that the Lakers have given up for Anthony Davis, right? What could, what could actually, like, those players could actually help solve some of their problems right now. If they, honestly, if they would have still, if they would have had that squad, I still believe they could have won a championship, but not only win a championship, They'll be a threat right now, so they'll, they'll, at least, they'll at least be above the Clippers. You tell me you can't be better than the Clippers? One, two, nope. Kick out early. So let, let's let's continue with a couple of these questions around the league, right? Before we end the podcast. Probably have like about another six minutes left, seven minutes left. 
Now, let's ask the easy question. And I'm, I'm, I, some of these questions will we'll come back and we'll, we'll, and we'll, Taylor, we'll, Doctor, we'll, we'll, we'll even continue with in the, in the end of the season, right? Or through the rest of the week. I have a question. Is Giannis onto the coupon six foot eleven Russell Westbrook? Now, granted, no, 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 granted. Is Giannis onto the coupon six foot eleven Russell Westbrook? Now, granted, I don't know if Russell Westbrook had continued to work on different parts of his game throughout his career to make himself a better player and and to cover up for his deficiencies. But is for the most part, is Giannis onto the coupon just a six foot eleven Russell Westbrook? Give me the ball. I'm going for all my... And, and granted, I'm talking about all the good stuff. The attack in the rim, the... Oh, let's put it this way. Let me, let me reverse this. <sighs> what the hell? If Russell Westbrook was six foot eleven, would he be basically Giannis Antetokounmpo? That energy, that speed, that veracity... Right, he already he already goes after every rebound. Now imagine now at six foot eleven, now now being able to go after rebounds, but also go after blocks. Like so, so so that's something that, that that I'm wondering, right? As I'm watching, as I'm watching Giannis, and I'm also watching the evolution of Giannis. And I'm not saying any of this to to take shots at Giannis or take shots at Russell Westbrook. This is just a real a real real simple. Real, real simple observation that, that that really had me curious. That I wonder if, they, if these guys are just different sized versions of each other as we now have an eight-point game with 15 minutes left to go in the second half. So men's college, college men's college basketball is still playing halves? Because even haven't the women even switched over to four quarters? <sighs> Are we really still, excuse me, are we still playing 20-minute halves in men's basketball? They need to cut that shit the fuck out. Like, give these guys their NIL and give them four quarters. <laughs> now, another question that I have before we end the podcast. Who would you rather have? John Morant, Luca, or Trash Young? Because I've seen some very interesting, like interesting, interesting, some interesting comments on Twitter, and I can't say that I disagree with any of it. I just don't know if I'm agreeing with them. Period even after they make their fine points. We'll, we'll discuss this probably on Wednesday, get, get, get a little bit into this, get, get into that a little bit more. Because I really want to get into the, I really want to get into the last topic that, I, that, that we have here on, on, on the docket, right? And no, that's not wondering if the Rams are going to pull a Drake and go back to back. We'll talk about that on Wednesday as well, right? Let me put a little W behind, beside both of these. We're going to talk about that on Wednesday. We're going to talk about John Luca and Trash Young on Wednesday. If I don't post it on social media and, and get a response from that, is this match over already? God damn! Not only was this was this match with Brock Lesnar quick as fuck, they made him dominate Brock. 
interested. That just shows you that the push that they're trying to give Roman Reigns. And if they have him dominate Brock Lesnar, that means they don't plan on him losing for a while. Unless he gets injured. <laughs> Did Brock hurt his arm? I know both of these men were banged up in this fight. No, that was it. That was it. That was it. I had to rewind it to see the TC the last fucking two minutes of this match. Yeah, there we go. Here's your winner and the undisputed. Universal champion. Oh no, yeah, they really fucked themselves up. Yeah, <laughs> you can see it. Roman Reigns is really having a problem. Look at it, you can see it. He's really having a problem lifting his shoulder. He fucked this shit up. Now I'm trying to wonder if Brock also fucked his shit up as well too. Cause look like he, I don't know if he was holding his holding his shoulder low or his arm low, like to to sell the match. Oh, or if he, or if he really fucked up his shoulder in that one. Again, interesting. This is something again that I'm gonna have to watch or rewatch tonight with the sound on. <laughs> like I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm gonna be. Let me let me start rewinding this now. I'm gonna have to go all the way back to damn. Well, what I gotta go back to? 